The following review is brought to you by Things from Another World, your home for all comic books, from IDW to Marvel to DC, also Funko Pops, and more. Kawaii Box, where you can get charms, plush pillows, sent to you each month. J-List, your home for all things from Japan, from candy, imported video games, and even 18 plus items. Play Asia, your imported video game store. And by the Green Tea House, home of all natural herbal teas. I used to feel down, but I the ground running. Ladies and gentlemen, this next podcast is set for one fall, with let's say a 90 minute time limit. Introducing first, I am the host of this series, Have You Seen Any Good Wrestling Lately? From Superfan.com, I'm Rhetoric, and my guest at this time, from Crypto Nightmare, Tales. Hey everyone! Okay, so basically how this show works, it's almost like the other show, Have You Seen Any Good Movies Lately? But this time we take a wrestling pay-per-view, wrestling show, drop it, drop everything that happens in it, give our thoughts, and then what we liked, what we didn't like, and then rank it on a scale. And the first show we are doing is Survivor Series 1991. But first, Tails, how'd you get into wrestling? You know what? It was around, I was about 9 or 10, and my dad, my parents split up on the for the weekend. had to do something and he just he needed us quiet so he got us i remember it was i believe survivor series it was the one where they went on strike i want to say like 97 98 i think so yeah i remember my very first match i watched was val venus versus steve blackman (laughs) and i was at that age of like no this is stupid because the girls are just sex objects and it's it's just chauvinism at nine jesus christ (laughs) and I got addicted. Cool. Uh, for me, basically, it was like a sun. It was like a Sunday. It was after Thanksgiving, and this was like 1991. So this hit 1990, as this was just as the Undertaker started to debut. And the first image I saw was the Undertaker and Dusty Rhodes going at it on the floor during the Survivor Series match. And for whatever reason, I was hooked, and I haven't. Stop watching since then. Well, I haven't either. It is just with my current schedule, I don't, I don't have time to do much. And within the last month, I've had even less time. I gotcha. It happens. Yeah. Uh, but we, but while we were recording this, we were scheduled to do it like a couple weeks ago. But at, at the time we were recording this, since he he was the one who got me into wrestling. Taker announced on his documentary series on the network, The Last Ride, that he's 
retired, but we'll see him next July for Mania. I I always liked Taker. He was always one of my favorites, minus the whole uh, Dead Man Inc. thing. I was not a fan of Biker Taker, but no matter what he did, I was always a fan, no matter what. How do you feel about Taker? You know what? I actually loved Biker Taker when I was younger. I thought it was awesome. But I've always adored and respected the man. He's one of the best. And I kind of, with his mystique, it kind of reminds me of how McFoley described Terry Funk in ECW. Of, By God, I can build him. I can build him up, too. Nice. And I just feel like there's going to be some talent that he's going to like, you know what? I want to make him a star. Nice. Uh, have you ever seen Undertaker live? I don't think so. Oh, wow. I've seen Kane. That's cool. As Back a, when he had pyro. Yes. I have that on video of Kane doing his pyro cue. Still cool. Uh, I saw Undertaker twice. One in like, I want to say 91-ish, which will coincide with our, our upcoming show. Because this was right around this time. And it was him versus the British Bulldog. And... I just remember, like, British Bulldog, like, lifting him up for his delayed suplex, and it was really cool. Then, like, fast forward, like, years later, till when it was ECW, WWE, and Mark Henry was shooting with Taker. I remember Mark Henry was doing a promo, and, like, from the corner of my eye, I see, like, the ring hands coming down. And, like, setting, like, a prop up. So, Mark Henry's doing his promo. The lights go down. You hear the... And... The arena did get cold. I will never forget that. That was like the, my first like, this is like amazing. And then like there was like ashes in like, in like the corner of the ring or something. It was just rad. Yeah, there's never gonna be another Undertaker. No. Maybe his son, but probably not. No, but his son does look like him a lot. Oh my God! No, even worse is uh, Brock Lesnar's daughter. I have not seen Brock Lesnar's daughter. I've seen Pelman's kid. Who does kind of, who looks like his dad and that's scary. No, she sadly she looks just like her father. That's creepy. That's sad. Yeah. But anyway, anyways. Yeah. So we are we watched Survivor Series nineteen ninety one. Yeah, this was actually the first pay per view I convinced my parents to buy, so it was the first wrestling like main of like wrestling pay per view I ever saw. That's why we're doing this. So I'm just going to say this right off the bat. I couldn't get through it. Yeah, this this sucked so much. Oh my god. I literally, like, I scribbled things like, and so-and-so came in and fucked everything up. Yeah. This honestly felt like a go-home show. This felt like a Raw or SmackDown before a pay-per-view. And this era, as in that freaking bad. Yeah, and it kind of was, which we'll explain why in a bit. Basically, the pay-per-view opens like an episode of Raw or SmackDown. It recaps what happened last week, which was Savage, Randy Savage and Drake the Snake and the infamous snake bite. Oh, God, I hated seeing that. That's so... Oh! It's so creepy. So gross! It is. That, and along with the warrior throwing up during Papa Shango's curse, are always things I always cringe from. It's, it's always a snake. Is one, I'm terrified of snakes. I gotcha. And, and two, just 
he freaking took it. Yo, like, you cannot, you cannot deny, like, how professional Macho Man was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they do, they do the recap. Then you see then-president of the WWE, WWF, Jack Tunney, shows up. He says, I'll take all responsibility for this. And all snakes are banned from ringside. And he's going to reinstate Savage because apparently Randy Savage has been, has, since his few, since his match with uh, Warrior, he he was inactive as a wrestler. So he's going to reinstate Savage for tonight. He's also, as, he's also replacing Jake on the pay-per-view, which will come into later. So, so I do remember there was a pay-per-view like literally two days later. Yeah, it's all like, of, yeah. Texas and Tuesday? Yep, Tuesday in Texas. And that's all this show is, is nothing but a build-up for that. And you can tell, this was not a pay-per-view. This was like a Raw or SmackDown before the pay-per-view. And it sucked. Bad. And, and it doesn't help because of Monsoon and Bobby Heenan will t- constantly talk about the Tuesday in Texas throughout the show. Like, that's just shitting on people that worked on that. Yeah, and it was god-awful. But the first match was uh, the Mountie with Jimmy Hart, with the Warlord, with Harvey Whippleman, Ted DiBiase with Sherry, and Captain Ric Flair with Mr. Perfect, who is dressed like he's, like, going to the gym. And I mean, Fla- clearly Rick, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, and Ric Flair has his uh, WCW title on, which they blur out. Which is still blurred out on the network, which is totally hilarious. I just like to pretend it's like something just horrifyingly obscene. Yeah. Well, it's Ric Flair, so yes. I mean, he is the man that threatened to strip on WCW. Yes. They're taking on um, Intercontinental Champ Bret Hart, Virgil, Davy Boy Smith, and, and uh, Team Captain Team Roddy Roddy Piper. We all know who the real star of this match is. Oh, yeah. Virgil. Oh, oh, definitely. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, they go out of their way to say all managers are banned, but Terry said fuck the rules. She gets involved, jumps on Piper. This match kind of drags, but the biggest pop of, the, of that match comes when uh, Virgil gets tagged in. And just beats the shit out of Ted DiBiase. Oh, yeah. And anyway, like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, they really didn't give a fuck about Virgil. Why are they giving him, like, such, like, a hero's... God, I can't even describe it. They made him, like, they built him in this one, and then they just shat all over him and threw yeah, him out. Because it's Virgil. It was just a 23-minute shit show, and it felt like two hours. Yeah. Uh, let's see, but uh, Flair eliminates the Bulldog. Piper eliminates Warlord. A, ball, a brawl breaks out. Ref, the ref DQs everyone, but the man who didn't take part and the sole survivor and the winner of that match is Ric Flair. Uh, that's that's where I wrote, and here's the clusterfuck. Yeah. Uh, while in commentary, Bobby Heenan is flipping out and goes nuts. And he uses the that phone that's always at, at the commentation station that I've noticed like during that early era to call Mr. Perfect. Oh. I've never understood that, that that phone at all, but... It's because, I guess, maybe those were newer phones? I guess. Um, he wanted to look important? I don't know. But uh, I just, 
starting out this match, I give it like two stars because it was just a clusterfuck. It was just a mess. Um, I'll give it a half a star because okay. at least Rick Flair kept his clothes on. Yes. Then we go to uh, Mean Gene, who's interviewing the Macho Man. He says that Jake is the real reptile. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Liz comes out and predicts victory at Tuesday in Texas, not giving a shit about anything that goes on tonight, basically. <sighs> yeah, no one gives a shit about tonight. No one... It's just, hey, here's a filler episode. Yeah, it basically is... It's an, it's an anime filler. So was this like the study montage or something? I guess. God damn it, they need to go back and study harder, because that was shit. Yeah. Uh, then we get our next match, which is Colonel Mustafa, the Sheik, General Adnan, who... The Berserker. I yeah, I did not realize how good Colonel Mustafa's music was. <laughs> I was. It was really, like, kind of a good theme. He was teaming with the Berserker with Mr. Fuji, Skinner, and Hercules. Oh, God, I, I couldn't... I think this is, like, the last match I was able to sit through. That's fair. They were taking on Kerry uh, Von Erich, the Texas Tornado, El Maidador, Tito Santana, and Stars and Stripes, which was Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, and Bobby Heenan and Monsoon just told just jokes during this whole match. That's all that happened. Oh, something it's just him eating home. Ten minutes of why? Yeah. Why make it stop? Sarge eliminates the Sheik. Tito eliminates Hercules. Sarge eliminates Skinner, and Hacksaw eliminates the Berserker. All the faces win. Two stars. Yay. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yay, Maraca. Two stars. Yep. Alright, then we go to uh, another interview as uh, Gene is interviewing Jake the Snake. He talks about his match with Randy. He taunts Liz. Also, Piper's wearing a Cosby sweater. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, he's totally wearing, like, that, like, like, one of those sweaters Cosby used to wear. He's also wearing, like, basically garbage bag pants, which is basically mid-2000s indie wrestling pants and snake boots. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it was it was coming off the night, so I'm sure there was a table of coke that Jake just went past before this segment. Yeah, not not gonna lie, but you know what? Seeing him now in AEW, he's still he's still amazing. Oh God, yes. As much as I don't like AEW, I love seeing Jake. See again, I I love AEW. I I'm fucking nuts for it. Yeah, like what you like. Yeah, my boyfriend and I have gotten every pay-per-view. Cool. I mean, there are maybe, like, ten ten, people I love in AEW. We can go over that. We can go over that now. Well, Um, I mean, my guy's there, so I have to watch it. Who? You have to know who my guy is in AEW. Barbie? No. No, think veteran. Jericho? Nope, you're getting warmer. I have multicolored hair. 
Oh, Matt. Yep. Which I just want to say, <laughs> watching uh, Sammy Guevara get chased by a fucking horse. Yes. Was the best fucking thing ever. I love Sammy. I was I was so tired when that happened. I just started singing bad voice, and my boyfriend boyfriend threw a pillow at my face. Ah. Sammy is amazing. He's like, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, yes, I like this. I like this kid. I liked watching him get chased by golf carts. Who was it? Um, what? The hurricane. The hurricane posted a picture that he had gotten a new golf cart, <laughs> and Sammy Guevara on Twitter just tweeted at him. Haha, <laughs> nice. What else? Uh, oh my god. Oh god, I can't remember the two guys that are part of the inner circle. I cannot remember their names off the top of my head. Yeah. Tag team. Oh, um, but, Santana and the other one. The other one, yeah. There was a pool where they were wrestling, and they dragged Matt Hardy, and they were like, yeah, I'm guessing trying to drown him. And as they're drowning him, he's cycling through his room. Good. Here's Team Extreme Matt Hardy. Flashing the Hardy guns. Here's version 1 Matt Hardy. Team Hardy. And Team Hardy. Uh, I think you, you, know? you, just hmm? fa- you just faded out. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, my... I must have moved a little too far away from my mic. I got you. Let me check my connections. Everything's good, but... So seeing Matt Hardy cycle through all his uh, posters was fun. I, just, I looked at my board and I'm like, "Fuck you!" Just, just fuck but Because like we watched the Ultimate Deletion match, we watched uh, like Compound, and like that's a props to Matt Hardy. He's, I think he's like forty-five. Yeah. And he's still reinventing himself. He's he's the talent. I hate to say it's not yeah. Yeah, even though he's bow-legged. Hey, so I... My hips are like his, actually. Yeah. But that's just because my sister's leg was between mine and my pole. Gotcha. Alright, then we get a funeral parlor segment. Taker vs. Hogan for the title. Ah. This match. King of the cunts. This match. Wow, this match. This uh, all right. It's the Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan for the title in the third matchup of the night. Yeah, no, they they really didn't care about this one as much. And here's the thing: Survivor Series is one of my favorite papers. Oh, same. That and the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble is very near and dear to my heart. Oh yes. And I used to love all the uh, team names they used to come up with during the Survivor Series. No, I think it was Survivor Series, I want to say 2008, um, they were in Boston. I was there. Nice. My boyfriend said he could hear me screaming. Yeah. No, actually, when Money in the Bank was here last year, I bought my boyfriend tickets as a late birthday gift, and I bought Witchy Medicine, he was helping me get my license, so I bought a set of tickets. You can come with us. And we got home at like one in the morning. Oh, I heard some sneaking at the end. Okay. Yeah. Are you on the are you talking on the phone? Mm-hmm. On the radio? Yep. I was on that I, I was at that pay per view too. You were? Oh yeah. When Brock Lesnar came out, you heard that someone was amazing. Screaming. Did you hear someone screaming like they'd been shot? 
I might have, but I was more focused on Brock Lesnar like pushing the ladder so fast that it went over the guardrail and hit someone. Oh, well, uh, that was me. <laughs> we put on the paper. I don't know why, but he put on the pay per view when he got home. He fast forward to that, and he's like, "That's you. That's your fucking screen. <laughs> you." Because we all we all know who I wanted to win for that. Balor. Of course. Of course. Of course, Balor flipped the light. But, uh, yeah, apparently my my voice is distinct. So, my boyfriend's able to pick out my screen anyway. And I want to die there. Because then I got called into a meeting with my boss the next day. (laughs) And I have no voice. And then I have a meeting with the sales rep and I'm squeaking. Oh, no. And they're dying. The sales rep, my my boss, you know, hey, you're doing good. Uh, keep it up. Have a good day. Sales rep driving me And then when I went to walk, I got. <laughs> 2019 was not the year for me. <laughs> and again, 2020 isn't shaping up to be that great. Yeah, but Taker vs. Hogan. Basically, Taker tombstones Hulk. Hulk no sells it. Gets up. Uh, punches Taker a lot in the face. Taker no sells. Flair comes out, gets the belt. Hulk comes out and hits Flair. Tombs- uh, Taker tombstones. Hulk Hogan on a chair with help from Flair. Taker wins his first ever world title. Yay! Yeah. Uh, match went 12 minutes. It was a perfect time. No, no longer. No, and it was. And it was the best part of this whole match was the reaction shot from the fans who are just devastated. You could actually see tears in the little kid's eyes as they're lingering on Hulk just lying in the ring. I'm sorry, I hate Hulk Hogan. I think he's a shit human being. Oh, he totally is, but I, I, I've always been a fan of early 80s, 90s Hulk Hogan. No, he has is, he is used his, his influence to screw over so much. People. Oh God, yes. He's a Plus horrible fact, friend. He's a horrible <laughs> human being. Actually, though, my aunt met him and Macho Man. Nice. The voice is fake, by the way. But yeah, H- Hogan is an awful friend in wrestling. If you ju- just between the mega powers alone, if you just watch that, it, he just cunts it up every time. Every yep. time Macho Man starts to get something. He has to go flop around like the soggy cunt he is, yep. and just piss and moan about it. But I, guess... I bet you ten bucks he's like a an anti-masker too. <laughs> oh. But I I'll always pop, uh, him or Taker. Whenever I hear their music, I always pop. I I enjoy seeing them both. I was a fan of Hollywood Hogan in WCW. I I never liked him. He had just an icky vibe. That's fair. But I give this match three and a half stars since it was... It was a good amount of time. The reaction shots from the fans. Taker's first title win. Yeah. I'll get four. It's minusing one star because Hogan's there. That's okay. And then we go to uh, Gene and um, Mean Gene who's interviewing Roddy Piper, which is one of the best which is my favorite moment of the night uh, because he says that the Undertaker is Lurch from the End family 
and flares cousin it. <laughs> this promo made absolutely no sense, which is why it's why I love Piper because it makes no sense at all. He's Piper though. He was amazing too. Oh, God, it was yeah. kind of sad towards the end because you could tell like some stuff was catching up with him. And oh yeah. Then, then we f- go to uh, Sean Mooney, who's interviewing Ric Flair, who's goading over Hogan, and he, that Hogan lost the title, and he's the and that Ric Flair is the real world champ because he was from WCW, so he has the WCW World Title on him. Then we cut to Mean Gene because this is basically a Raw or SmackDown because we have to have like 15 interviews before a match. Of course. Yeah. Gene talks to uh, Jack Tunney, who's in meetings about Taker. Then he turns to interview the natural disasters in IRS with Jimmy Hart. Basic heel promo from them. Then we go to Sean Mooney, who's with the LOD and the Big Boss Man. Hawk does his, oh, what a rush to Mooney. Hawk gets upset for no reason. Then we go back to uh, Gene, who's with Tunney. He says that the ref's decision is the final. And says there, there will be a rematch between Taker and Hogan at Tuesday night in Texas. And he will be at ringside himself to make sure everything's good. Basically, this is one long buildup for a better pay-per-view show. Because, like, why work on this one? Yeah. Who, fu- who the fuck cares? Pretty much. <laughs> and then we get the Beverly Brothers, Bo and Blake, Hot Body Brown, I mean, uh, Bad News Brown. <laughs> Hot Body Brown is an independent wrestler I personally know. Uh, with the Genius and the Nasty Boys, with Jimmy Hart. And they are taking on the Bushwhackers and the Rockers. Which is Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. I kind of knew that. <laughs> Let's see. Blake, el- Blake eliminates Butch. Luke eliminates Blake. HBK eliminates Bo. HBK pick, picks up knobs. Accidentally hits Marty, who go, who gets pinned by Sags, which basically sets up their breakup storyline. Because HBK walks out on Marty who gets rolled up by Sags and Blake's distracts the ref. So basically the heel... The, the Heels next, win, face loses. Yeah. Three stars just because it sets up HBK kicking Marty and then throwing him through a plate glass window. Can we just... I, I'm pretty sure I'm talking about the right person, Marty Jannetty. Isn't he kind of like a weirdo? Yes. Like, didn't he... Like, he thought he found his, like, biological daughter and was attracted to her or something like that? Yep. Blech. Yep. That, that's okay. Good. That That's enough internet for one day. Yeah. Marty Jannetty is not a good guy. He's Ew. kind of insane. Kind of? Yeah. Ew. Just, just no. Yeah. No, just, just no. Yeah. The, then we go to our main event. The Natural Disasters... Hi, Earthquake and Typhoon with IRS 
taking on the Legion of Doom and the Big Boss Man. Okay, match. IRS eliminates the Boss Man when he hits him with his briefcase. Hawk eliminates Typhoon. Earthquake gets upset, says fuck it, and leaves IRS alone. And Bossman returns to stop IRS from leaving. LOD pick up the win. Woo! Two stars. That match was a mess. I mean, so was this entire pay-per-view, but yes. that's but not, we're not really done, We're not anything. done yet, actually. Oh, Jesus Christ, on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, this was the main event. However, we go to uh, Mooney talking about how it's going to be... Hulk is ready for Tuesday night in Texas. Then we go to Bobby Heenan and Monsoon, who wrap up the show, talking about Tuesday night in Texas. And you think that's the end of the show. Nope. We then go to Mean Gene, who's in the basement looking for Taker, who who cuts a promo on uh, Hogan, saying he's going to bury him Tuesday night in Texas. Then the show is over. I mean, okay. This pay-per-view sucked. So bad. Can Uh, can we pick a better one for the next one? uh, Yeah. Hopefully we will, depending on the wheel. Uh, Which I'll get to in a bit. The wheel? Yeah, the wheel. Oh, Jesus. I'll I'll explain that. But first... You you better be getting me a pony if I have to deal with another one of these. (laughs) Alright, alright, let's go to our segments. First up, best match. I'm giving it to the opening because it had more going on it than half the match that we're on. Which was... I'll give it that. Yeah. Plus, plus Ric Flair being batshit crazy Ric Flair is always good. Yep. Worst match of the night, the main event. Just because it was just a clusterfuck. Uh, yeah, you know... But to be fair, a lot of these ended up being a clusterfuck. Yeah. It was flat. It had good, like, a good good stars on it, but it was just so slow. Favorite moment, Piper and Gene, where Gene, uh, Piper says, Undertaker is lurched from the end family. <laughs> uh, your favorite moment, uh, Hulk Hogan loses his title to Taker. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. Anytime something bad happens to Hogan, I will cheer. Okay, worst segment. Constant mentions of Tuesday Night in Texas. Yeah, you know, like, it's like, it's like this was the redheaded stepchild. Yeah. This was the Raw or SmackDown before a pay-per-view. Because it felt like like you're watching just a TV, you're not watching a pay-per-view. No, it was just a giant advertisement. For a better show, probably. I mean, if that's on the wheel. Eventually it will be. Um, oh. Rest of the night, I'm giving it to Piper just for that insane promo. Yes, definitely. Always Piper. Yeah. Least favorite, Gorilla Monsoon, okay. Monsoon reflecting on Tuesday night in Texas. Any Any mention of Texas. All right. Um, I'll give it to Hogan. Just he is a bitch. Fair. All right. Now, on a scale of 
positive five stars to negative five stars. I will <laughs> I will rate this a two and a half star. Sh- um, I will give it I'll give it a one, a solid one. That's fair. All right, we now go to our wheel, which just like have you seen any good movies lately? I have a bunch of random wrestling pay-per-views and shows I on the wheel. Whatever it spins on, we'll be back for it. So we have WWF, Royal Rumble 96, ECW One Night Stand, Ooh. ECW November to Remember 99, Ooh. WCW Sold Out 98, yeah. WCW Great American Bash 91, WWE Armageddon 2008, oh, God. E- ECW Heat Wave 97, WWE Vengeance 2004 and for surprises I have three dark matches which you won't know until later. So let this wheel. Hang on one second. Yeah? Wait, actually no, I'll say it after you spin the wheel. Alright, and it lands on ECW One Night Stand. Damn it! I was hoping for Vengeance because I was there. That was the one in Hartford, right? Yep. I was Birthday present t- for my grandparents. I was there too. <laughs> so which one are we watching? ECW One Night Stand. Sweet. And the dark matches were Ghanamania from Interspecies Wrestling. Okay. Heroes of Wrestling from 1999. And Evolve 146. So we will be here next time for ECW One Night Stand. Well, and maybe I can drag my boyfriend's ass out of bed to watch it. <laughs> All right, Tails, where can people find you? I'm on Crypto Nightmare. I have been a little inactive lately just because, sadly, I am an essential employee. So I'm really busy as of late. I also do a lot of work with On the Brain Entertainment. And I was actually just on the I think it's called A for Evil po- uh, podcast. That was a couple of weeks ago. And I'm home all. Because I shouldn't be fucking going out. Uh, sounds good. Always. And that will include our show for tonight. Good night. Night. Bye.